Holy Gospel is written in the eighth chapter of the Gospel according to St. John, beginning at the 46th verse. Glory be to thee, O Lord. Jesus said, which of you convinceth me of sin? And if I say the truth, why do you not believe me? He that is of God heareth God's words. Ye therefore hear them not, because ye are not of God. Then answered the Jews and said unto him, Say we not well that thou art a Samaritan and hast a devil? Jesus answered, I have not a devil, but I honor my father, and ye do dishonor me. And I seek not mine own glory. There is one that seeketh and judgeth. Verily, verily, I say unto you, if a man keep my saying, he shall never see death. Then said the Jews unto him, now we know that thou hast a devil. Abraham is dead, and the prophets, and thou sayest, if a man keep my saying, he shall never taste of death. Art thou greater than our father Abraham, which is dead, and the prophets are dead? Whom makest thou thyself? Jesus answered, If I honor myself, my honor is nothing. It is my Father that honoreth me, of whom ye say that he is your God. Yet ye have not known him, but I know him. And if I should say, I know him not, I shall be a liar like unto you. But I know him and keep his saying. Your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day, and he saw it and was glad. Then said the Jews unto him, Thou art not yet fifty years old, and hast thou seen Abraham? Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Before Abraham was, I am. Then they took up stones to cast at him, but Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise be to thee, O Christ. May I speak in the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. At the end of John's Gospel, the writer of the Gospel says, I have written these signs performed by Jesus so that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God. At the beginning of the Gospel, he carefully writes, the Word was God, divine, personal, existing in the unity of the Godhead and yet somehow distinct. For the word became flesh and dwelt among us. That is the wonderful story that John sets out to tell us. And at the very center of that story, he has Jesus make an absolute and unmistakable claim to exist in the eternal being of God. As we have heard in our gospel reading today, Jesus said to them, very truly I tell you, before Abraham was, I am. 
Stephen Verney explains that when Jesus says, I am, he is affirming his humanity, the whole of himself from the crown of his head to the soles of his feet. He accepts what he is now in this present moment, his body, his passions, his intellect, his spirit. He is totally self-conscious. But at the very same time, he is also using the name of God, I am. When Moses asked God, what is your name? God answered, I am, that is who I am. Tell the Israelites that I am has sent me to you. So by Jesus using that same phrase, that same name, I am, we see that the very heart of the consciousness of Jesus is God and human being, human being and God. In his consciousness, earth and heaven, flesh and spirit become one as they interact with each other. Malcolm Geith notes that the scholars agree that there is no confusion of tenses here, but instead rather a proclamation by Jesus that he is indeed the great I am, the one who disclosed himself to Moses at the burning bush as the God of Abraham and who named himself I am. And we know that that is how his first hearers interpreted this saying because they heard it as blasphemous and they tried to stone Jesus for having said it. It's a phrase and a name that Jesus applies to himself on many occasions in the course of John's gospel. Jonathan Arnold notes that there are three different types of I am sayings in John's gospel. Firstly, there are metaphorical sayings. I am the bread of life. I am the light of the world, and so on. These are sayings where Jesus identifies himself in comparison to something else, often following an action or a miracle which becomes a sign, an identification of who Jesus is and an explanation of his actions. Secondly, there are self-identification sayings. I am he, I and the Father are one, I am from above, and so on. And these sayings identify Christ in relation to his Father, and they usually follow some kind of inquiry when Jesus is in discussion and his identity is called into question or needs verifying either for the person with Jesus or for us, the reader. The third kind of statement is the very simple statement of existence, and this occurs only once in the reading that we have heard this morning, uh, this afternoon. Verily, verily, I say to you, before Abraham was, I am. What is the point of all these I am sayings, and is John laboring the point somewhat? Well, if we consider the opening lines of the gospel, in the beginning was the word, then what we have here in John's gospel 
is a gospel that is fundamentally Christological in its purpose. John is writing, as we have reflected already, in order to explain that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God. Malcolm Geith goes on to say that for those of us who accept that Jesus is the great I am, that that revelation is at the very root of our faith. The first and primal reality, the foundation of the cosmos is I am, not it is. The deepest reality is not a collection of meaningless objects, but a personal God who speaks in the first person and who shares the gift of personhood with us. So when we turn to Christ, we turn to the great I am, the source and origin of our own little I am-ness. Turning and returning to that source is always a great refreshment. No longer do we toil to make ourselves. No longer are we anxious about who we are. We simply receive our being as what it has always been, which is a gift. As Stephen Verney notes, the good news of John's gospel affirms that the very heart of the consciousness of Jesus is I am, God and human being, human being and God. And the gospel writer then declares that Jesus' consciousness can become ours. Jesus offers it to us as a free gift. I end with Malcolm Geith's sonnet reflecting on this passage and Jesus' statement of himself as I am. O pure I am, the source of everything, the wellspring of my inner consciousness, the songs within the songs I find to sing, the bless, the bliss of being and the crown of bliss. You iterate and indwell all the instants wherein I wake and wonder that I am, as every moment of my own existence runs over from the fountain of your name. I turn with Jacob, Isaac, Abraham, with everyone whom you have called to be. I turn with all the fallen race of Adam to hear you calling, calling, come, to me. With them I come, all weary and oppressed, and lay my labors at your feet and rest. Amen.